0: Strong, strong in the Lord, not just muscle. They shall be strong. The people that do know, you you don't know God by reading a few verses of Scripture. You can um, <clears throat> you can quote the Old Bible and you still don't know God. If there's somebody quoting Scripture after Scripture, and somebody say, Oh, they know God. No, that's not the way. That's not the way you know God. You you have to have a personal relationship, experience with God. The scripture said, I waited patiently. See, you have to have patience. I waited patiently for the Lord. And they that wait upon the Lord shall shall renew their strength. They shall mount up, not just flying up there, but it's it's using an eagle as an example. They shall mount up with wings as eagle. You know, there's a difference between a chicken and an eagle. A chicken I heard a story about an eagle from a, a young was raised, the egg was placed under this mother, chicken and she hatched and this eagle was hatched so it thought it was a chicken. It mimics the chicken until one day it realized that it could fly higher, and his dwelling place was not on the ground. It was up there in the rock.
1: Yeah.
0: And, and you don't know, <coughs> you don't know until you begin to let God touch you. He touches your mind that my dwelling place is not down here, but it's up there. Okay? It's up there. And you wait on the Lord. And you will mount up with wings as eagle. That's amazing. Mount up into God, into the things of God. With wings as eagle. So you have to get those wings. Okay, the help from God. The assistance from God. To mount up into the things of God. Otherwise you'll never make it. You you will look at the Bible, and someone will tell you, "Oh, you know it all. You already know it. Just you know it." That's a deception, because you can never know the Bible enough. The more you study, is it, the more God get greater to you. Is the more revelation, the more faith you increase, and you're gonna say, "Oh my God," it's like. You go down to the ocean, and you step in, and your ankle is in there, and you thought, my, this is all the water, Mm -hmm. but keep going out, it reaches your knee, Mm -hmm. and you keep going out, it reaches your loins, and then keep going out, that's water to swim in. That's the same thing, this Word of God is an ocean. And you might start at the cross, salvation, but keep going out. Justification. Regeneration. Yes. Sanctification. I'm telling you what, the church doesn't teach those things today. They teach you how to get some money. How to get a gold watch. How to get this. How to get that. They, they base their teaching on things. It shouldn't be so. And you don't serve God because of things. You serve God because he loves you. Because you love him. Remember now, we love him. Do you know why we love him? Because he first first loves us. That's the only reason why. You you cannot love God. And you can only love God because he first loves you. Because we did not know what love is. You know, we did not know. Somebody said, I love. But the love that you have is so limited. Me, myself, my husband, my children. Maybe my grandchildren and so on. But it's more than that. You can love even the unlovable. Okay, those that do you wrong, you can love them. I mean sincerely love them. And if you don't love one another, you just cannot love God. You cannot love God. You have to, um, you have to love the Lord with all your heart. Amen. Then when you, love is a driving force. You heard what I said? Love is a driving force. Yeah. It drives you to God. You know what love does? Like, Laka, you just got married. Don't you want to come home to your wife? You can't wait to get home to your wife? Well, what what is something drive you? Something is there, but you want to come home. You don't want to go somewhere else. You want to come home to see your wife. It's a driving force. You wake up in the morning, and I want to hear from God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. To get up in the morning, and you want to touch him. Yes. And Sister Rosie said, I, I made a statement, that the best time to touch God is early morning, before your mind is crowded, and before the day gets busy. That's why the devil will get you all busy, and rushing, and all of that um, stuff the devil will do to you, And make you all upset. I mean, I know it happened to me. I get all frustrated sometimes. But I'm learning. That the morning is not mine. The morning belongs to Jesus. Belongs to the Lord. Mm -hmm. It's a time when I touch God. We used to sing a song. Remember that song? Touching Jesus. Is all that matters. That's the only important thing. Trust me, I'm telling you. This Bible is a wonderful book. It is the mind of God to you, and God wants to take his mind and put it in you, Marina. So you will have the mind of Christ. And when he give you his mind, his mind is the thoughts, is his thoughts. And you will begin to have the thoughts of God, you feel like God. You see, in the fall, when when Adam and Eve fell in the garden, they lost the mind of God. They could not communicate anymore with God. They they, they lost the um they lost the contacts. That's why they fall in. They lost the contact, just like a person backslide. What happened? You know when there's sin in your life. We know when there's sin in your life. Yeah. You do, it's hard to touch God. You're guilty. Yeah. Adam and Eve ran away. Ran away
1: from
0: but family. before that, they met God every in the cool of the day. But now they were running away from God. Mm-hmm. It was Adam and Eve that reached out for God it was God that reached out and you and I it's not you and I who reached out for God it's God that reached out for you it's God that reached out for you you're not here because you love Jesus or because I love Jesus it's because he loves us and when you get that in your heart and realize when, when I read the Bible, I'm not doing God a favor. No, I'm not. I am learning how to be in the image of God. Because the Bible will change you. Into the image of God from glory to glory. Alright, from glory to glory. There, there's one glory of birds, animals, and all that. There's a beast. Mankind there's a, that glory. Okay? There's, there's that glory. But you don't want to die with that glory. You want to die with the glory of God. So we go from we go from glory to glory. You understand? You, you're you delivered from one glory. The, word, the world has got a glory. Faith Excitement. Wouldn't you say that someone that score a touchdown mm-hmm. in a Super Bowl is suddenly become famous?
1: Yeah.
0: No. And there's a glory. They might even win the were MVP.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And that's a glory to that. Someone that win Miss America, the beauty contest or something. That's a glory to them. But the glory that we're speaking of tonight is not that glory. No, 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 no. So what God does is take you, he delivers you from the glory of the world.
1: Yeah.
0: From glory to glory. You have to get from what It's not just, well, you go from glory alone in the, in, in, in the things of God from one. <clears throat> one stage to another but you go from glory the glory that you had the fame paul said i counted but dumb and he delivers you from one glory to another glory how does he do it how does he do it by the spirit because it's not by might if if you understand that god's working in you God never stopped working in you. Even when you were out there, he said, Jeremiah, from the mother's womb, I've been working in you. God has never left you. Would you believe that? God didn't just come to you when you accept Christ. It's because he's with you while you accepted Christ. God loves you. God wants you. God wants to complete a work in your life. He does. A work that the pastor cannot do. The evangelist, nobody can do it. And that's why a lot of people get frustrated because they're waiting for somebody to do it. And they go from one convention, one camp meeting, one you understand, I'm not knocking anything, but and here's, here's another person that they're always in the Bible and they love the Bible. And they get on their feet and their words are so sweet. Yes. Because it's not just going to church that sweeten your spirit. It's staying in the word.
1: Hallelujah.
0: Thank you, Lord. The, the, the psalmist said, uh, No, Jeremiah said, Thy words were found. They were lost in the temple. Thy words were found, and I did heed them, and thy words became the joy and the rejoicing of my heart. That's what your joy about. That's what you you're not rejoicing about because, blacker you got a, a, a job, but that's good. But that's not your joy. Your joy is when you can wake up in the morning <coughs> or in the night and get down on your knees before God, Joni. You know that. Sister Rebecca, you know that. But Edwards, you know, you did such a good job this morning the growth, the growth of this man. Why do you think it's the word? You keep him under the word, you keep studying the word of God, and you'll see. You'll see the growth. You're in a church that that's teaching you. But what am I teaching you? To love God tonight, to surrender to the Lord. You, you don't have to read the whole Bible in a week. That's not what I'm saying. But gradually. Every word of God in the Bible is yours. Every word, you're supposed to read it. You're supposed to love the word of God with all your heart. In other words, it's like you're addicted to the scripture. You can't put it down. You can't let it go. Thy words are hidden in my heart. That I might not sin against it. Thy words see you got to get begin to get it's like Gideon was hiding the wheat from the enemy why do you hide it so the enemy cannot find it and the only place the only place that the devil cannot penetrate hear me is a heart that is sanctified by the spirit of God he can penetrate your mind, your eyes, your mouth, your whole body, but not that heart that's surrendered to God. Thank God. And you find a person that's, you find a person that surrendered, that has given up to the Lord. A person that you know the scriptures said he led captivity captive. They capture you. You're taken prisoner. And that's why Paul in Romans said, I the prisoner. You know what it means to be a prisoner? You're under arrest. You're not your own. You become uh, uh, what is a ward of the state. You're not your own. You, you know those guys can't go where they want to go. If they want to go here, they got to get permission and be guarded. The same thing with the Lord. Once you're taken a prisoner. You've lost your freedom.
1: Yeah.
0: But God takes us prisoners. Amen. But when we're arrested by the Lord. We are free. Amen. Amen. We're not in bondage. Right. Every prisoner of Christ is free.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: God. Did you know that? Yeah. Amen. You're free to lift your hands up free to praise Him, you're free to sing you're free to rejoice and you're free to come out of darkness into his marvelous light every prisoner of Jesus Christ is not in bondage the devil lied to you and said you're in bondage no you're not you're not in bondage but you are a free person because whom the son has said free Free from what? He's free indeed. Free from what? Free, free from the bondages and the chains of the devil, those spirits that that chain your mind, that bound you. He sets you free. Whom the Son set free, free from darkness, ignorance, from the plan. Satan and the plan of the devil was to destroy you forever. <laughs> You're gone forever. His purpose was to destroy us forever. But Jesus Christ came. And his mission was to rescue us.
1: And so he led.
0: I feel like rejoicing, don't you? He led captivity. Captives. By the devil. Every one of us.
1: But I you see I didn't, fall,
0: I didn't feel like I was captured because it's because you were so bound that you didn't know. We were born in it, born in sin, and shaping. and shaping. You know, when something is molded, we were cut out of sin. We were the very. We had the very nature of sin. Born in it. If. If you're born, if you were born here in any of the states, you're, you're American by birth. Okay? And by birth, we were born in sin. The moment that you and I were conceived in our mother's womb, we were eternal sinner. You couldn't change. And we're heading for destruction until the cross until you come in contact with the cross. With a man called Jesus. You, you, when you begin to understand what he did for you, you're going to love him with all your heart. You're going to lift up your hands and praise him and love the church and love God. Because it's true, the church. Let me tell you something. We all have mothers. We had mothers. You love your mother? You did love your mother, okay? The greatest person to you is your mother. Why? Because she conceived and brought you, nourished you into this world. The greatest, the greatest thing in this world to you is your mother, the church. This church is your mother. Yeah. What do you think it's doing? It's it's giving you the sincere milk, yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> not the word of God. That's what He's doing for you. You sit there, and I know that you need to be fed. I could be upstairs and say, "I don't feel well. I'm sick. I'm tired. I," but no, this means more to me. Yeah. Amen. Infirmities, Paul said. I preach it through infirmities. I didn't feel good. He said, but I get up and preach. I could easily be laying down, sleeping, but no. My voice, no. You need to hear something tonight of the love of God, the grace of God, what God has done for you. The more you stay in the word of God from Genesis to Revelation. Memorize the scripture. Ponder it. Yes. Like, have you ever seen a cow? Mm-hmm. They go out and they gather, stomach full, and they go under a tree. What do you think they're doing? And they would bring that stuff up, and they're true. They, they told me they have, what, three, is it three stomach? I don't know. Five stomachs? And it goes into until it break they break it down they meditate they get every that's the way meditation is you hear it tonight don't get mad at it you haven't even chewed it yet yeah you have to go home and begin to chew it now ponder it go over it and then you what is going to come back up and you chew it again. You look at the scripture again. But the, a lot of folks. They don't. They get the Bible. They hear something, they're mad. They put the Bible down. And they're mad. But I I don't believe that. I'm going to go. I'm going to leave. He's saying that. I don't love God. I know I love God. What I said is that. You couldn't love him. Without he first love us. It was impossible to love God. Yeah. Just like <clears throat> it's impossible to draw nigh to God. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, draw nigh to God, but where are you going to go? Mm-hmm. How are you going to get close to Him? Where is He? It's through the Word. Without this Bible we don't know where to go. If you put the Bible mm-hmm. away, you're you're in darkness. Draw nigh to God and He will draw night nigh to you. By god how when the, when um, when this person is goofing off mm. did, did, did you know that every moment that you're in the face of this hurt you have to give an account you know that yeah. if you don't believe that you wait until you get to be certain age and you go to the social security for your social security pension or something and they can tell you every hour you work of every day. You say no, no. Well, yes. What do you think that social security number and card is? They can tell you whether you've worked or you didn't work much. You, am I right?
1: Yes.
0: Go down there and check. You go down there if you want to and check if you want to know how many hours you, how many days, how many months you've gone, how many years you've gone. They can tell you just like that. It wouldn't take them five minutes to sum it up and tell you, Mom, you have um, so many years and you, your, your social security, if you stop working or injured, would be $500 a month. I say, I better work some more. <laughs> if I get 500 a month, I couldn't live. Even under, under the bridge, you couldn't you couldn't live under the bridge because it's not enough to keep you. Somebody else have that space already. <laughs> you get that? You know what I'm talking about? It's true. Amen. Now, how much more, God? Eh? Mm-hmm. Whatever we sow, we're, we're going to reap it. If you sow to the flesh, <clears throat> that means always more more attention is given to the things of the flesh. I'm not saying that you can't have fun also, but you've got to remember you do not live after the flesh. You have to spend more time with God well, I need this level. You got to spend more time with Almighty God. He said, "Do I? Did you know God is jealous? After you, very jealous, very very jealous. When you waste time, when you don't read the Bible, when you don't see God, He's very jealous. Very jealous. When you should be praying." But you're watching TV. Are you reading a magazine? Are you doing something else besides seeking after God? When you should be helping in the church, you're not. When you should be doing, you have an excuse. If you don't put God first, if you don't put God first, He never put you first. You want a promotion on your job? You seek the Lord. I mean, Locker just got that job. He's not going to go run around with his Bible and tell everybody that he's a Christian because the world you're living in. But it's by your life. And they already know. See? Even without you spending time because of the age you're living in. I, would want to, I learned that lesson a long time. Maybe before you were born. I learned a lesson. I tried to evangelize. I was working at this place and I tried to evangelize everybody. I almost got fired. But I was young. I thought I had to do it. But I didn't have the wisdom like I have now. All you have to do is your lifestyle. Because they're going to know that you're a Christian when you don't party like them you don't curse and swear like them you don't partake in their jokes and they laugh (laughs) and everybody you cannot go to your ungodly friends or relatives or whatever their function and be a part of it it will rub off you water it down somebody said i can do this and I can come back and I'm a child of God. It doesn't matter. God doesn't care. Was it Eli's sons went out partying when, one night? Went out to party. And then they rush back the next day and they're going to do the sacrifice of God. What happened? They grab some strange fire. You can have a strange anointing. Okay? You come with a strange anointing. And, God will stop you. And they had a strange spirit. And God killed them. God killed them. Yes. You say, oh, that's not happening today. Yes, it is. Because when you come to God with a strange anointing, you die. You die inside. Yes. Once you die inside, who's going to resurrect you? That's why you go to a lot of churches see a lot of people, they there. they there. Might lift your hands up if they do, but there's nothing coming out of it. Are you just serving God but you're not happy? When the scripture said, serve the Lord with gladness, not pouting, not so if you're pouting and you say you're violating the word of God, serve the Lord with gladness and come before his presence with singing, thanksgiving. I will enter his gates with thanksgiving in my heart. I'm telling you about a great God, a wonderful God, a loving God. I God that brought us through this weekend. Because last night I didn't even feel like I could come to church. But I was determined to stand here. And I know you understand and you want the word of God it doesn't matter if a cock crows <laughs> or the donkey bray or the donkey speak. Do you know that was the word of God? Yes. That that donkey gave Balaam the word of God. Hmm? So the important thing is that you hear tonight, what did you hear? To love God.
1: Amen. Hallelujah.
0: And that's why Israel or Judah went into captivity. They didn't love God. They lost it. You can lose your love for God where you don't love it. You you begin to love personalities. You love men, flesh. You're attracted to human beings instead of God. Their personality. Oh, I love the way she sings, and you get your mind off Christ. And that woman is singing, and all you see is how she's singing or how he shakes himself don't look at personality don't look at personality look at the word that's coming out of the lips the priest's lips that's all it's expected it doesn't matter if he was this big this short or this high it doesn't matter. he's got to love the word that's all the word that's coming out of his mouth. Yeah. What, do you, what do you hear? What do you hear? And you love the church with all your heart. Yeah. The devil will stop you from loving the church. Yeah. He ties you up. And you feel a bondage. And I can't love like I used to love. Mm-hmm. One time I love everybody. I love every word that I hear. What's going on now? Because we get our eyes off Jesus. I mean, looking at traditions, or somebody's going to do this. I was hearing, I, I'm going to go back and listen to it. But tomorrow was was preaching a wonderful lesson tonight. But tomorrow, good man, a senior, and he was talking about men that they have a ministry, they have a ministry, but they're not under control. They're out of control, they do what they want to do because they feel that they kind of feel that they're so important, but God can't do without them. You check that spirit that can be in our life, and we get exalted. I heard Brother Marlowe just say that he said. Daydream. Yeah. And he was saying that's just a dream. When you feel that you're so important that God, even God cannot do it without you, that's daydreaming. You know you daydream? You went our night dream. you go to bed and you have a vision, a dream, whatever it is, that you found a bag of money. And when you wake up, is the money there? It's a dream. And you can have a dream where you feel that you're so great. And everybody bows to you, do what you say, because you're super spiritual. Or you might get a few people looking at you because they get their eyes off Jesus. Right. Amen. But a person that has their eyes on Jesus doesn't look at men or women. You keep your eyes on the Lord. And a person that you cannot, you cannot build a church unless you have people that love God
1: yes.
0: we love one another but we love God more
1: Hallelujah. am I right Amen.
0: okay I think I've said a lot I did it I made it Amen. Between, cool. between, between service I almost wasn't going to come down but I know I had a job to do And I will trust that I did. You got something this morning? For one thing, I focus on things that I wouldn't maybe have. When you get out of here, you're going to read Lamentation. Oh, if you read that book. And after you read Lamentation, remember I gave you all those lessons. Jose, I'm trying to get you in the Bible. Did you know most? Most people don't even know those minor prophets. They don't know nothing about them because it's not taught. And I know it's hard. It's a lot to learn. But you cannot understand the mind of God without understanding these minor prophets. So what, what is this church becoming? A Bible church. That's what God showed me. God showed me that you're not in competition with anybody. Or you know you get excited. Well, we've got to preach the gospel around the world. Brother, sister, you look at a man that has been around the world many times. Well, did you know you've got to convert the Philippines? No, if the Lord tarry, I'll be dead and gone and they'll still be unsaved in the Philippines.
1: Yeah.
0: Well you've got to convert India, no, we don't. And you cannot. I cannot even convert the little village I was born in. I go back there and I can't convert these little kids. Tell them about Jesus. Go to church. That's why we have to wait and pray and seek God. And there's going to be a tremendous outpouring and revival. Trust me. In these latter days. I will send Elijah, my servant, my messenger, and he will, uh, what will he do? Turn the hearts of the children, can you imagine? It's a heart problem. I hear people getting together and the fellowship I came from, we have a lot of zealous young men, and they think that they're going to change the world. Let's get together and let's give it out. I've seen that. I've seen that. My teacher thought he was. uh, Movement that I came out of, they thought they were. That's not. You've got to change the hearts of men before you can have a revival. Revival is not just jumping and shouting and screaming. It's a change of the heart Where you love
1: God.